Mike, thank you so much for popping by. I want to start with this. It is Valentine's Day. Is there a uh, is there a special person in uh, in Michael's life right now? Yes, um, and actually, I just got engaged. So it's oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. How how long have you been engaged now? Uh, now month and a half. Okay. Wow. Yeah, okay. So right before I started the season, end of December, <clears throat> actually day after Christmas, um, I proposed here in South Florida. Actually, nice in Miami. Yeah, I drove down to South Florida. Her family came down from Croatia. We all went to South Florida. I told them about the plan. Right. They didn't tell her, fortunately. And, uh, yeah, dropped down on one knee, and thankfully she said yes. Was it, like, a beach or a restaurant or, like? It was a restaurant. It was a restaurant? Yeah, in Miami. That's yeah, yeah. awesome. Congratulations. So man. that explains, or it might explain, the success of the Australian Open. Yeah. It's probably the best two-month stretch of your life, to be completely honest And with even you. if it doesn't lie about it and tell your fiancé, yeah, that <laughs> explains my success at third round of the Australian Open. I mean, I, I have to give part of the credit to her, no doubt. For sure. <laughs> See, he's learned already, man. That's great. And by, you're, you're 25, right? Yep. 25 years old. Stone's, Stone's 24 uh, has yet to be uh, engaged, so what are you waiting for? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe to become a professional at something. <laughs> at anything. Uh, so so uh, Michael Moe joins us here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, you were here last night, Stone. Yeah. It was chilly. It, it was, was chilly. chilly. How do you uh, – what, what are we talking temperature-wise? Like low 60s, upper 50s? Low 60s, upper 50s, but – you know, I had a hoodie on. I wasn't the one who was having to run line to line, sweating my ass off like Mike was last night and getting a big win but over another American kid. But I was fine. I had a hoodie on. I have no complaints. I don't know. I'm soft. And if I had to be out there and I'm playing, and because I, I mean, I've been down in South Florida enough where <laughs> anything gets under 65 degrees and I am weak. I'm layered, the whole thing. You can't play like that, though, right? Like, you're not going to put on layers to play. How did you handle that? Yeah, I mean, I actually bought long sleeve compression um, sleeves, and I don't know, I just felt like it was a little too restrictive. I don't like anything that's too tight. At the same time, I don't like anything that's too baggy and then it's flopping all over the place. But I did come out with some skins for my for my legs, okay. so that helped quite a bit because I was nursing a little bit of a lower body injury, so that just kept it warm, and uh, yeah, I was I was good to go after that. Mike, typically the weather is obviously so nice in this area. You know, you obviously travel... Not only the country, but the, the world, realistically, on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis. How big of a sigh of relief is it is to pop down to Delray, pop back down to South Florida? Obviously, you're on the west side of Florida. You hang out in Bradenton a lot of the time. But do you realize, hey, I picked the correct profession when you show up to a tournament like the Delray Beach Open? 100%. I mean, just being a Florida guy for the past decade now, you know, it's actually my first time playing this tournament. Yes, it is. Yeah, qualies or main draw. So um, I, I came twice prior. In, in my uh, younger days, and I actually didn't even get into the tournament. Hmm. So uh, fast forward now to you know beat Kovacevic in a night match, and you know have another opportunity to play a night match tomorrow. You know it's uh, it's pretty amazing, and like you said, you know I love playing in my home state. Um, obviously, I love traveling as well, but it's nice to you know be able to drive over here, play a tournament. And drive back right after, you and know. Especially tomorrow night's matchup against Dennis Who Shapovolov. There it is. I don't know why I keep tripping over the first time around. I mean, it's man. hard. You trip over it. On, that, that's your boy. You Come guys on, practice Dennis. a lot of the time. You guys have kind of a back and forth. You're excited too. I did tell Ken, prepping for this interview, that Dennis was more of a hothead. So we're gonna ask Mike how he's gonna get under Dennis's yeah. skin. How like, can how, you? How do you plan on yeah. doing? Yeah. How can you get him to where he's like yelling at the the crowd and at the uh, at the the chair umpire? Well, first, I think you gotta be winning. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. I don't that's know good if you're stuff. Get under his skin if uh, he's beating you up a set and a break. <laughs> I think you gotta be the one that's up a set and a break, and you know, just definitely play with a lot of energy. You know, come out, throw the commands. You know, make him show that it's gonna be a battle. 
you know, let him know that it's going to be a battle. And uh, that's what I did last night, and that's definitely what I'm going to do tomorrow. Uh, I, I want to ask you, and again, Michael Moe joins us here on ESPN 106.3. He's in action tomorrow night here at the Delray Beach Open Tennis right here in South Florida. Um, as much as tennis is a physical game, in the, the instance of tomorrow night, you're playing against someone that you train against as well. You're very familiar with him from a mental standpoint. Is there a component where, hey, you're trying to psych the other guy out? You're trying to, to get him frustrated? Like, you're not going to sit there and trash talk him across the court, but how do you do that? I mean, I think energy is the number one thing. I think that's why I came out last night. I came out with a lot of energy and you know, it just feeds to the opponent. The opponent senses when you're coming out a little bit flat or when you're coming out and you're saying, come on, first point, first game, because you know it means a lot. You know, there's different emotions that go into, you know, playing on the stadium court like that. But um, I think the only way to respond to it is just to come out with the most energy possible. And um, that's 100% what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like you said, I'm going to be respectful. Yeah. You know, go at him. Everything is for myself. But it does send a message to the guy across the net. I love I mean, that. I mean, I absolutely love to hear it. And let's stay on the topic of mindsets because I think it's obviously the most important thing in your sport. You know that first and foremost. But let's go back to last month, the Australian Open. You take down easily one of the best players in the entire world. Going into that match, what was your mindset? Leaving that match and now standing here, are you a completely different person? Because I have to imagine it changes your life taking down a guy like Alexander Zverev. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know, that was the biggest one of my career. Of course. this point, not even close. Um, you know, I actually grew up with him. That's one thing that helped. You know, I wasn't intimidated by his presence or anything like that. Like, I've known him since I was 12. He's known me since I was 12. And I knew, honestly, that I could hang with him. And uh, I wanted to show the world that. And to, to get the W, you know, it was, it was amazing because it just gave me a lot of belief that I could hang with these top guys and that I belong on the, at this level. Um, and, you know, I've been finally healthy for the last year and a half, so things are starting to take stride. I have never done anything of any athletic significance <laughs> in my life, period. It's why I talk about sports, and I don't actually compete in them, especially at a professional level. Um, what does it feel like to be at the freaking Australian Open and not only win, but then win again and get into the third round and pick up, as you said, the biggest win of your career in, in that setting? How can you possibly put that into words? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the, the change of emotions, because I actually... You know, I booked my flight home. Yeah. Before all of that, I booked my flight home because <laughs> uh, actually, you know, I wasn't in the draw originally. Got a call last second that I was going to be next on. Rushed over to the site. Was down two sets to love and a break. Ended up winning that match. And then, you know, fast forward the next match. Get the best win of my career. So, That's like, the change wild. of emotions and everything was just. So you thought, like, you weren't even going to take the court. You thought, like, hey, I'm here. But ah, not going to get in, and all of a sudden you're in, and yep. then you start winning. Yep. How is that even possible? How do you even get yourself like locked in, ready to do that? No, nah, I mean, thankfully, in my first round match, I rushed over to the site. They said that I was on after a match that was 6-0-2-0, and I was still at the hotel when I got that call. <laughs> and I, I rushed over. Luckily, there was a heat delay, so the match got delayed yep. for three, sure, four you were hours. able to chill for a little yeah, bit. But like walking onto the court. You know, I could barely breathe. You know, I was just running. I was packing all my stuff. I was just making sure that I was prepared. I didn't even have racket strung. Um, so all of that was just, it was a thrill of emotion. But to get that heat delay, everything kind of calmed oh down. God. I got to prepare. I got to get my racket strung. And then, um, yeah, it was just crazy. Speaking of, you know, not, not, your, not only your mindset, but you bring a camp with you. 
and I follow you on Instagram. I think you called him what the the light skin mafia. I forgot what you called him. <laughs> who's, who, who's a part of your camp? Who do you travel with? And how important are they at tournaments like this and tournaments like the Australian Open? Oh, and my, how fun is it traveling with the boys? Vital, vital. I've I've been traveling with uh, Zach Evenden for now, close to like seven eight months. So right after U.S. Open and. You know, that's right when I made my breakthrough. You know, last year was on the Challenger Tour. After U.S. Open, I won two challengers, got to the finals of another, put myself right outside the top 100 uh, to the point where all I needed was one big result to crack through. The one big result ended up being Aussie Open. But, you know, things have been going amazing with him because I feel like we really connect on and off court. And I think that's, uh, you know, it's a really good synergy because, you know, it's one thing if the guy is telling you stuff on court, but then you go off court and you just don't vibe. Yeah. But we're vibing mm. on and off court, and I think things are going beautiful so far. Tomorrow night, Michael Mo takes on Denis Shapovalov here at the Delray Beach Open. First time I got it. That that was on smooth. the first time, that man. I smooth. feel so much better about myself <laughs> now. Uh, but Michael Moore with us here on ESPN 106.3. I, I mean, you are – I can't. I still – I can't believe you went all the way to Melbourne, mm. not – guaranteed to see action. That's a long-ass trip to go all the way there and then figure, oh, well, I'm going to have to just book a flight home. And then at the last second, you go on and then you start winning. That's still, I can't wrap my mind around that. Where the the ATP tour comes out, the schedule comes out, and you're kind of looking, you're trying to piece it through, see which tournaments you're going to play. Where is the best place internationally? Michael Moe says, I got to be there. I love that place. Well, right now, there's only one place in my mind, Delray Beach. Delray Open. Beach. <laughs> Put that on a flyer for the Delray Beach Open. Um, for, for me, I, it took me, though, until I was in my early 20s to actually have enough guts to, like, leave the country. Like, I met my, my future wife, and she's like, you've never left the country? I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, and then so we started traveling. I love it. Like, where internationally are you like, this is awesome. This place rules. To be honest, Australia. Yeah, I think, really. Uh, there's no accident. I won my first Grand Slam match there. I got my biggest win of my career there, first third round. I actually have a lot of family that lives there too. My mom, uh, she's half Australian herself, so every time I go there, it feels like a second home. Um, and I just love the energy there. You know, like everyone, you know, they love the tennis there. They're obsessed. You know, it's probably one of the biggest sports over there, and you really feel that energy anytime you're in Melbourne, and uh, it's contagious. You know, you just feel like you have to give it your all anytime you're there. Mike, you're finally healthy. You, you spoke about it. You like your chances here. You like the draw. I think it's pretty friendly for you. I think the way I watched you play last night was phenomenal. You looked engaged. I think it was in the second game that you're tapping to your head and looking at your box. I'm like, okay, wild move to some. But if you're really tapped in and you're telling your box I'm here, then, I mean, you're really here to win oh, matches and, and string it all along. You feel confident? 100%. 100%. You know, this is, uh, you know, what I've been working for for a while to be playing these tournaments, this stage of ATP events, and yeah. you know, I feel like I'm more than ready. I've been prepping for a long time. You're obviously locked in on this event, but uh, you watch you watch football, you watch uh, NFL, you watch the Super Bowl, all that stuff. Of course. So of course, now that yeah. that's I don't miss a Sunday. Where you? Uh, who's your team, by the way? Uh, Commanders, unfortunately. Oh, you're a Commanders yeah. fan, huh? Uh, oh, wow, this was a season to for, uh, forget for you. Yeah, at least I'm not bandwagon on this. That's true. You admitted that in public, so that I commend you for that. That's for good. sure. Um, uh, but but now that football is done, where do you? If it's not tennis, where are you you pulling your sports attention to? Um, now it goes on to regular season basketball. All right, NBA yeah, guy. Yeah. I mean, this weekend's All Star Weekend. Yep. My boy is actually playing in the celebrity game, Francis. Yes, sir. So I'm going to definitely tune into that. Let's see if he... <laughs> Does he have a shot? Wait, Tiafo's playing man. in the yes, celebrity yes, game? Yes, <laughs> yeah. the, That's the, awesome. The inside 
bet that we have going on is over under six points. Ooh, who set that line? Uh, me and his uh, hitting partner, actually. <laughs> oh, man, that's think, so disrespectful <laughs> to him. I think he's going under, though. <laughs> oh, that's, that's even, even more, more disrespectful. Any <laughs> laughs. Four uh, laughs. That is awesome. Now, is your NBA team, who is it? Wizards. The Wizards? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. All so Washington. Got it, got it. Yeah, you're all yeah, Washington, Washington teams. Favorite. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Boy, so you've had a rough ride yeah, as of late, man. Good Jesus. Lord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do want to ask you, though, tomorrow night, Michael Moe wins if he does what? If I come out with energy, come out with belief, and uh, really make it a battle. You know, make it as physical as possible. Make it dirty. Get it dirty. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I did last night. Mm -hmm. A couple of fists, pump, uh, fists uh, to the head, you know, <laughs> and uh, just show them that I'm ready. Well, I tell you what, my first time meeting you, I'm a Michael Moe fan. I am all in on Michael Moe. Come see him tomorrow night, yellowtennisball.com, yellowtennisball.com. He's going to take on Dennis Shapovalov right here at the Delray Beach Open. Again, yellowtennisball.com. Come see Michael Moe do his thing here in Delray. Brother, I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Thank you for popping Thank by. Michael Moe with us here on Ken Levick Alive. More to come after this on ESPN 106.3. Mike, thank you so much for popping by. I want to start with this. It is Valentine's Day. Is there a uh, is there a special person in uh, in Michael's life right now? Yes, um, and actually, I just got engaged. So it's oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. How how long have you been engaged now? Uh, now, month and a half. Okay, wow. yeah, okay. So right before I started the season, end of December, <clears throat> actually, day after Christmas, um, I proposed here in South Florida. Actually, nice in Miami. Yeah, I drove down to South Florida. Her family came down from Croatia. We all went to South Florida. I told them about the plan. Right. They didn't tell her, fortunately. And, uh, yeah, dropped down on one knee, and thankfully she said yes. Was it like a beach or a restaurant or like? It was a restaurant. It was a restaurant? Yeah, in Miami. That's yeah, yeah. awesome. Congratulations. So man. that explains, or it might explain, the success of the Australian Open. Yeah. It's probably the best two-month stretch of your life, to be completely honest and with And even you. if it doesn't lie about it and tell your fiancé, yeah, that explains <laughs> my success at third round of the Australian Open. I mean, I, I have to give part of the credit to her, no doubt. For sure. <laughs> See, he's learned already, man. That's great. And by, you're, you're 25, right? Yep. 25 years old. Stone's, Stone's 24 uh, has yet to be uh, engaged, so what are you waiting for? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe to become a professional at something. <laughs> at anything. Uh, so so uh, Michael Moe joins us here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, you were here last night, Stone. Yeah. It was chilly. It, it was, was chilly. chilly. How do you uh, – what, what are we talking temperature-wise? Like low 60s, upper 50s? Low 60s, upper 50s, but – you know, I had a hoodie on. I wasn't the one who was having to run line to line, sweating my ass off like Mike was last night and getting a big win but over another American kid. But I was fine. I had a hoodie on. I have no complaints. I don't know. I'm soft. And if I had to be out there and I'm playing, and because I, I mean, I've been down in South Florida enough where <laughs> anything gets under 65 degrees and I am weak. I'm layered, the whole thing. You can't play like that, though, right? Like, you're not going to put on layers to play. How did you handle that? Yeah, I mean, I actually bought long sleeve compression um, sleeves, and I don't know, I just felt like it was a little too restrictive. I don't like anything that's too tight. At the same time, I don't like anything that's too baggy and then it's flopping all over the place. But I did come out with some skins for my, for my legs, okay. so that helped quite a bit because I was nursing a little bit of a lower body injury, so that just kept it warm, and uh, yeah, I was, I was good to go after that. Mike, typically the weather's obviously so nice in this area. You know, you obviously travel not only the country, but the, the world, realistically, on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis. How big of a sigh of relief is it is to pop down to Delray, pop back down to South Florida? Obviously, you're on the west side of Florida. You hang out in Bradenton a lot of the time. But 
do you realize hey, I picked the correct profession when you show up to a tournament like the Delray Beach Open? 100%. I mean, just being a Florida guy for the past decade now, you know, it's actually my first time playing this tournament. Yes, it is. Yeah, qualies or main draw. So um, I, I came twice prior in, in my uh, younger days and I actually didn't even get into the tournament. Hmm. So uh, fast forward now to, you know, beat Kovacevic in a night match and, you know, have another opportunity to play a night match tomorrow. You know, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And like you said, you know, I love playing in my home state. Um, obviously, I love traveling as well, but it's nice to, you know, be able to drive over here, play a tournament, and drive back right after, you and know. Especially tomorrow night's matchup against Dennis Hu. Shapovolov. There it is. I don't know why I keep tripping over the first time around, I mean, it's man. hard. You trip over it. On, that, that's your boy. You Come guys on, practice Dennis. a lot of the time. You guys have kind of a back and forth. You're excited, too. I did tell Ken, prepping for this interview, that Dennis was more of a hothead. So we're going to ask Mike how he's going to get under Dennis' yeah. skin. Like how, can how, you, how do you plan on yeah. doing it? How can you get him to where he's like yelling at the, the crowd and at the uh, at the, the chair umpire? Well, first, I think you got to be winning. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. That's good start. I don't know if you're going to get under his skin if uh, he's beating you up a set and a break. <laughs> I think you got to be the one that's up a set and a break. And, you know, just definitely play with a lot of energy. You know, come out, throw the commands, you know, make him show that it's going to be a battle. You know, let him know that it's going to be a battle. And uh, that's what I did last night, and that's definitely what I'm going to do tomorrow. Uh, I, I want to ask you, and again, Michael Moe joins us here on ESPN 106.3. He's in action tomorrow night here at the Delray Beach Open Tennis right here in South Florida. Um, as much as tennis is a physical game, in the, the instance of tomorrow night, you're playing against someone that you train against as well. You're very familiar with him from a mental standpoint. Is there a component where, hey, you're trying to psych the other guy out? You're trying to, to get him frustrated? Like, you're not going to sit there and trash talk him across the court, but how do you do that? I mean, I think energy is the number one thing. I think that's why I came out last night. I came out with a lot of energy and you know, it just feeds to the opponent. The opponent senses when you're coming out a little bit flat or when you're coming out and you're saying, come on, first point, first game, because you know it means a lot. You know, there's different emotions that go into, you know, playing on the stadium court like that. But um, I think the only way to respond to it is just to come out with the most energy possible. And um, that's 100% what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like you said, I'm going to be respectful. Yeah. You know, go at him. Everything is for myself. But it does send a message to the guy across the net. I love it. Mean, I mean, I absolutely love to hear it. And let's stay on the topic of mindsets because I think it's obviously the most important thing in your sport. You know that first and foremost. But let's go back to last month, the Australian Open. You take down easily one of the best players in the entire world. Going into that match, what was your mindset? Leaving that match and now standing here, are you a completely different person? Because I have to imagine it changes your life taking down a guy like Alexander Zverev. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know, that was the biggest one of my career. Of course. At this point, not even close. Um, you know, I actually grew up with him. That's one thing that helped. You know, I wasn't intimidated by his presence or anything like that. Like, I've known him since I was 12. He's known me since I was 12. And I knew, honestly, that I could hang with him. And uh, I wanted to show the world that. And to, to get the W, you know, it was, it was amazing because it just gave me a lot of belief that I could hang with these top guys and that I belong on the, at this level. Um, and, you know, I've been finally healthy for the last year and a half, so things are starting to take stride. I have never done anything of any athletic significance <laughs> in my life, period. It's why I talk about sports, and I don't actually compete in them, especially at a professional level. Um, what does it feel like to be at the freaking Australian Open and not only win, but then win again and get into the third round and pick up, as you said, the biggest win of your career in, in that setting? How can you possibly put that into words? 
Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the, the change of emotions. Because I actually, you know, I booked my flight home. Yeah. Before all of that, I booked my flight home. Because <laughs> uh, I actually, you know, I wasn't in the draw originally. Got a call last second that I was going to be next on. Rushed over to the site. Was down two sets to love and a break. Ended up winning that match. And then, you know, fast forward the next match. Get the best win of my career. So, That's like, the change wild. of emotions and everything was just... So, you thought, like, you weren't even going to take the court. You thought, like, hey... I'm here, but ah, not going to get in. And all of a sudden, you're in, and yep. then you start winning. Yep. How is that even possible? How do you even get yourself like locked in, ready to do that? No, nah, I mean, thankfully, in my first round match, I rushed over to the site. They said that I was on after a match that was 6-0-2-0, and I was still at the hotel when I got that call. <laughs> and I, I rushed over. Luckily, there was a heat delay, so the match got delayed yep. for three, sure, four hours. Sure, you were able to chill for a little yeah, bit. But like walking onto the court, you know, I could barely breathe. You know, I was just running. I was packing all my stuff. I was just making sure that I was prepared. I didn't even have racket strung. Um, so all of that was just, it was a thrill of emotion. But to get that heat delay, everything kind of calmed oh down. God. I got to prepare. I got to get my racket strung. And then, um, yeah, it was just crazy. Speaking of, you know, not, not, your, not only your mindset, but you bring a camp with you. And I follow you on Instagram. I think you called them, what, the, the Light Skin Mafia? I forgot what you called them. <laughs> who's, who, who's a part of your camp? Who do you travel with? And how important are they at tournaments like this and tournaments like the Australian Open? Oh, and how fun is it traveling with the boys? Vital. Vital. I've, I've been traveling with uh, Zach Evenden for now close to like seven, eight months. So right after U.S. Open. And, you know, that's right when I made my breakthrough. You know, last year was on the Challenger Tour. After U.S. Open, I won two challenges, got to the finals of another, put myself right outside the top 100 uh, to the point where all I needed was one big result to crack through. The one big result ended up being Aussie Open. But, you know, things have been going amazing with him because I feel like we really connect on and off court. And I think that's, uh, you know, it's a really good synergy because, you know, it's one thing if the guy is telling you stuff on court, but then you go off court and you just don't vibe. Yeah. But we're vibing mm. on and off court and... I think things are going beautiful so far. Tomorrow night, Michael Moe takes on Denis Shapovalov here at the Delray Beach Open. First time I got it that that was on the smooth. first time, that man. Was I feel so much better about myself <laughs> now. Uh, but Michael Moe with us here on ESPN 106.3. I mean, you are I – I still – I can't believe you went all the way to Melbourne, mm. not – guaranteed to see action that's a long ass trip to go all the way there and then figure oh well i'm gonna have to just book a flight home and then at the last second you go on and then you start winning that's still i can't wrap my mind around that where the the atp tour comes out the schedule comes out and you're kind of looking you're trying to piece it through see which tournaments you're going to play where is the best place internationally michael mo says i got to be there i love that place well right now there's only one place in my mind, Delray Beach. Delray Open. Beach. <laughs> Put that on a flyer for the Delray Beach <laughs> Open. Um, for, for me, I, it took me, though, until I was in my early 20s to actually have enough guts to, like, leave the country. Like, I met my, my future wife, and she's like, you've never left the country? I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, and then so we started traveling. I love it. Like, where internationally are you like, this is awesome. This place rules. To be honest, Australia. Yeah, I think, really. Uh, there's no accident. I won my first Grand Slam match there. I got my biggest win in my career there, first third round. I actually have a lot of family that lives there too. My mom, uh, she's half Australian herself, so every time I go there, it feels like a second home. Um, and I just love the energy there. You know, like everyone, you know, they love the tennis there. They're obsessed. You know, it's probably one of the biggest sports over there, and you really feel that energy anytime you're in Melbourne. 
and uh, it's contagious. You know, you just feel like you have to give it your all anytime you're there. Mike, you're finally healthy. You, you spoke about it. You like your chances here. You like the draw. I think it's pretty friendly for you. I think the way I watched you play last night was phenomenal. You looked engaged. I think it was in the second game that you're tapping to your head and looking at your box. I'm like, okay. Wild move to some, but if you're really tapped in and you're telling your box I'm here, then, I mean, you're really here to win oh, matches and, and string it all along. You feel confident? 100%. 100%. You know, this is, uh, you know, what I've been working for for a while, to be playing these tournaments, this stage of ATP events, and, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm more than ready. I've been prepping for a long time. You're obviously locked in on this event, but uh, you watch you watch football, you watch uh, NFL, you watch the Super Bowl, all that stuff. Of course. So of course, now that yeah. that's I don't miss a Sunday. Were you? Uh, <laughs> who's your team, by the way? Uh, Commanders, unfortunately. Oh, you're a Commanders yeah. fan, huh? Uh -huh. Oh, wow, this was a season to for, <laughs> forget for you. Yeah, at least I'm not bandwagon on the. That's true. You admitted that in public, so that I commend you for that. That's for good. sure. Um, uh, but but now that football is done. Where do you, if it's not tennis, where are you, you pulling your sports attention to? Um, now it goes on to regular season basketball. All right, NBA yeah, yeah. guy. I mean, this weekend's All-Star weekend. Yep. My boy is actually playing in the celebrity game, Francis. <laughs> yes, sir. So I'm going to definitely tune into that. Let's see if <laughs> Does he... Does he have a shot? Wait, Tiafo's playing in the yes, celebrity yes, game? Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's the, awesome. The inside bet that we have going on is over under six points. Ooh, who set that line? Uh, me and his uh, hitting partner, actually. <laughs> oh, man, that's think, so disrespectful think, to him. <laughs> I think he's going under, though. <laughs> oh, that's, so that's even, even more, more disrespectful. Three yeah. laughs. <laughs> Four uh, laughs. That is awesome. Now, is your NBA team, who is it? Wizards. The Wizards? Yeah. Okay, all right. All so Washington. You're, got it, got it. You're all Washington, yeah, yeah. Washington, Washington teams. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, Boy, so you've had a rough ride yeah, as of late, man. Good Jesus. Lord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do want to ask you, though, tomorrow night, Michael Moe wins if he does what? If I come out with energy, come out with belief, and uh, really make it a battle, you know, make it as physical as possible. Make it dirty. Get it dirty. Exactly, exactly. That's what I did last night. Mm -hmm. A couple of fists, pump, uh, fists uh, to the head, you know, <laughs> and uh, just show them that I'm ready. Well, I tell you what, my first time meeting you, I'm a Michael Moe fan. I am all in on Michael Moe. Come see him tomorrow night, yellowtennisball.com, yellowtennisball.com. He's going to take on Dennis Shapovalov right here at the Delray Beach Open. Again, yellowtennisball.com. Come see Michael Moe do his thing here in Delray. Brother, I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Thank you for popping Thank by. Michael Moe with us here on Ken Levicka Live. More to come after this on ESPN 106.3. I want to start with this. It is Valentine's Day. Is there a uh, is there a special person in uh, in Michael's life right now? Yes, um, and actually, I just got engaged. So it's oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. How how long have you been engaged now? Uh, now, month and a half. Okay, wow. yeah, okay. So right before I started the season, end of December, <clears throat> actually, day after Christmas, um, I proposed here in South Florida. Actually, nice in Miami. Yeah, I drove down to South Florida. Her family came down from Croatia. We all went to South Florida. I told them about the plan. Right. They didn't tell her, fortunately. And, uh, yeah, dropped down on one knee, and thankfully she said yes. Was it like a beach or a restaurant or like? It was a restaurant. It was a restaurant? Yeah, in Miami. That's yeah, yeah. awesome. Congratulations. So man. that explains, or it might explain, the success of the Australian Open. Yeah. It's probably the best two-month stretch of your life, to be completely honest and with And even you. if it doesn't lie about it and tell your fiancé, yeah, that explains <laughs> my success at third round of the Australian Open. I mean, I, I have to give part of the credit to her, no doubt. For sure. <laughs> See, he's learned already, man. That's great. And by, you're, you're 25, right? Yep. 25 years Just old. Turned. Stone 
Stone's 24 uh, has yet to be uh, engaged, so what are you waiting for? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe to become a professional at something. <laughs> at anything. Uh, so so uh, Michael Moe joins us here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, you were here last night, Stone. Yeah. It was chilly. It, it was, was chilly. chilly. How do you uh, – what, what are we talking temperature-wise? Like low 60s, upper 50s? Low 60s, upper 50s, but – you know, I had a hoodie on. I wasn't the one who was having to run line to line, sweating my ass off like Mike was last night and getting a big win but over another American kid. But I was fine. I had a hoodie on. I have no complaints. I don't know. I'm soft. And if I had to be out there and I'm playing, and because I, I mean, I've been down in South Florida enough where <laughs> anything gets under 65 degrees and I am weak. I'm layered, the whole thing. You can't play like that, though, right? Like, you're not going to put on layers to play. How did you handle that? Yeah, I mean, I actually bought long sleeve compression um, sleeves, and I don't know, I just felt like it was a little too restrictive. I don't like anything that's too tight. At the same time, I don't like anything that's too baggy and then it's flopping all over the place. But I did come out with some skins for my for my legs, okay. so that helped quite a bit because I was nursing a little bit of a lower body injury, so that just kept it warm. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was good to go after that. Mike, typically the weather is obviously so nice in this area. You know, you obviously travel – not only the country, but the, the world, realistically, on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis. How big of a sigh of relief is it is to pop down to Delray, pop back down to South Florida? Obviously, you're on the west side of Florida. You hang out in Bradenton a lot of the time. But do you realize, hey, I picked the correct profession when you show up to a tournament like the Delray Beach Open? 100%. I mean, just being a Florida guy for the past decade now, you know, it's actually my first time playing this tournament. Yes, it is. Yeah, qualies or main draw. So um, I, I came twice prior. In, in my uh, younger days, and I actually didn't even get into the tournament. Hmm. So uh, fast forward now to you know beat Kovacevic in a night match, and you know have another opportunity to play a night match tomorrow. You know it's uh, it's pretty amazing, and like you said, you know I love playing in my home state. Um, obviously, I love traveling as well, but it's nice to you know be able to drive over here, play a tournament. And drive back right after, you know. Especially tomorrow night's matchup against Dennis Hu. Shapovolov. There it is. I don't know why I keep tripping over the first time around. I mean, it's man. hard. You trip over it. Come on, man. That's your boy. You Come guys on, practice Dennis. a lot of the time. You guys have kind of a back and forth. You're excited too. I did tell Ken, prepping for this interview, that Dennis was more of a hothead. So we're going to ask Mike how he's going to get under Dennis' yeah. skin. Like how, can how, you, how do you plan on yeah. doing it? How can you get him to where he's like yelling at the, the crowd and at the uh, at the, the chair umpire? Well, first, I think you got to be winning. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. That's good start. I don't know if you're going to get under his skin if uh, he's beating you up a set and a break. <laughs> I think you got to be the one that's up a set and a break. And, you know, just definitely play with a lot of energy. You know, come out, throw the commands, you know, make him show that it's going to be a battle. You know, let him know that it's going to be a battle. And uh, that's what I did last night, and that's definitely what I'm going to do tomorrow. Uh, I, I want to ask you, and again, Michael Moe joins us here on ESPN 106.3. He's in action tomorrow night here at the Delray Beach Open Tennis right here in South Florida. Um, as much as tennis is a physical game, in the, the instance of tomorrow night, you're playing against someone that you train against as well. You're very familiar with him from a mental standpoint. Is there a component where, hey, you're trying to psych the other guy out? You're trying to, to get him frustrated? Like, you're not going to sit there and trash talk him across the court, but how do you do that? I mean, I think energy is the number one thing. I think that's why I came out last night. I came out with a lot of energy and you know, it just feeds to the opponent. The opponent senses when you're coming out a little bit flat or when you're coming out and you're saying, come on, first point, first game, because you know it means a lot. You know, there's different emotions that go into, you know, playing on the stadium court like that. But um, I think the only way to respond to it is just to come out with the most energy possible. And um, 
that's 100% what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like you said, I'm going to be respectful. Yeah. You know, go at him. Everything is for myself. But it does send a message to the guy across the net. I love I mean, that. I mean, I absolutely love to hear it. And let's stay on the topic of mindsets because I think it's obviously the most important thing in your sport. You know that first and foremost. But let's go back to last month, the Australian Open. You take down easily one of the best players in the entire world. Going into that match, what was your mindset? Leaving that match and now standing here, are you a completely different person? Because I have to imagine it changes your life taking down a guy like Alexander Zverev. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know, that was the biggest one of my career. Of course. this point, not even close. Um, you know, I actually grew up with him. That's one thing that helped. You know, I wasn't intimidated by his presence or anything like that. Like, I've known him since I was 12. He's known me since I was 12. And I knew, honestly, that I could hang with him. And uh, I wanted to show the world that. And to, to get the W, you know, it was, it was amazing because it just gave me a lot of belief that I could hang with these top guys and that I belong on the, at this level. Um, and, you know, I've been finally healthy for the last year and a half, so things are starting to take stride. I have never done anything of any athletic significance <laughs> in my life, period. It's why I talk about sports, and I don't actually compete in them, especially at a professional level. Um, what does it feel like to be at the freaking Australian Open and not only win, but then win again and get into the third round and pick up, as you said, the biggest win of your career in, in that setting? How can you possibly put that into words? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the, the change of emotions, because I actually... You know, I booked my flight home. Yeah. Before all of that, I booked my flight home because <laughs> uh, actually, you know, I wasn't in the draw originally. Got a call last second that I was going to be next on. Rushed over to the site. Was down two sets to love and a break. Ended up winning that match. And then, you know, fast forward the next match. Get the best win of my career. So That's like the change wild. of emotions and everything was just. So you thought like you weren't even going to take the court. You thought like, hey, I'm here. But ah, not going to get in, and all of a sudden you're in, and yep. then you start winning. Yep. How is that even possible? How do you even get yourself like locked in, ready to do that? No, nah, I mean, thankfully, in my first round match, I rushed over to the site. They said that I was on after a match that was 6-0-2-0, and I was still at the hotel when I got that call. <laughs> and I, I rushed over. Luckily, there was a heat delay, so the match got delayed yep. for three, sure, four hours. Sure, you were able to chill for a little yeah, bit. But like walking onto the court. You know, I could barely breathe. You know, I was just running. I was packing all my stuff. I was just making sure that I was prepared. I didn't even have racket strung. Um, so all of that was just, it was a thrill of emotion. But to get that heat delay, everything kind of calmed oh down. God. I got to prepare. I got to get my racket strung. And then, um, yeah, it was just crazy. Speaking of, you know, not, not, your, not only your mindset, but you bring a camp with you. And I follow you on Instagram. I think you called them, what, the, the Light Skin Mafia? I forgot what you called them. <laughs> who's, who, who's a part of your camp? Who do you travel with? And how important are they at tournaments like this and tournaments like the Australian Open? Oh, and how fun is it traveling with the boys? Vital. Vital. I've, I've been traveling with uh, Zach Evenden for now close to like seven, eight months. So right after U.S. Open. And, you know, that's right when I made my breakthrough. You know, last year was on the Challenger Tour. After U.S. Open, I won two challenges, got to the finals of another, put myself right outside the top 100 uh, to the point where all I needed was one big result to crack through. The one big result ended up being Aussie Open. But, you know, things have been going amazing with him because I feel like we really connect on and off court. And I think that's, uh, 
you know, it's a really good synergy because, you know, it's one thing if the guy is telling you stuff on court, but then you go off court and you just don't vibe. Yeah. But we're vibing mm. on and off court, and I think things are going beautiful so far. Tomorrow night, Michael Mo takes on Dennis Shapovalov here at the Delray Beach Open. First time I got it that that was on the smooth. first time, that man. Was I feel so much better about myself <laughs> now. Uh, but Michael Moore with us here on ESPN 106.3. I mean, you are I – I still – I can't believe you went all the way to Melbourne, mm. not – guaranteed to see action that's a long ass trip to go all the way there and then figure oh well i'm gonna have to just book a flight home and then at the last second you go on and then you start winning that's still i can't wrap my mind around that where the the atp tour comes out the schedule comes out and you're kind of looking you're trying to piece it through see which tournaments you're going to play where is the best place internationally michael mo says i got to be there i love that place well right now there's only one place in my mind, Delray Beach. Delray Open. Beach. <laughs> Put that on a flyer for the Delray Beach <laughs> Open. Um, for, for me, I, it took me, though, until I was in my early 20s to actually have enough guts to, like, leave the country. Like, I met my, my future wife, and she's like, you've never left the country? I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, and then so we started traveling. I love it. Like, where internationally are you like, this is awesome. This place rules. To be honest, Australia. Yeah, I think, really. Uh, there's no accident. I won my first Grand Slam match there. I got my biggest win in my career there, first third round. I actually have a lot of family that lives there too. My mom, uh, she's half Australian herself, so every time I go there, it feels like a second home. Um, and I just love the energy there. You know, like everyone, you know, they love the tennis there. They're obsessed. You know, it's probably one of the biggest sports over there, and you really feel that energy anytime you're in Melbourne, and uh, it's contagious. You know, you just feel like you have to give it your all anytime you're there. Mike, you're finally healthy. You, you spoke about it. You like your chances here. You like the draw. I think it's pretty friendly for you. I think the way I watched you play last night was phenomenal. You looked engaged. I think it was in the second game that you're tapping to your head and looking at your box. I'm like, okay, wild move to some. But if you're really tapped in and you're telling your box I'm here, then, I mean, you're really here to win oh, matches and, and string it all along. You feel confident? 100%. 100%. You know, this is, uh, you know, what I've been working for for a while to be playing these tournaments, this stage of ATP events, and yeah. you know, I feel like I'm more than ready. I've been prepping for a long time. You're obviously locked in on this event, but uh, you watch you watch football, you watch uh, NFL, you watch the Super Bowl, all that stuff. Of course. So of course, now yeah. that that's I don't miss a Sunday. Where you? Uh, who's your team, by the way? Uh, Commanders, unfortunately. Oh, you're a Commanders yeah. fan, huh? Uh, oh, wow, this was a season to for, uh, forget for you. Yeah, at least I'm not bandwagon on this. That's true. You admitted that in public, so that I commend you for that. That's for good. sure. Um, uh, but but now that football is done, where do you? If it's not tennis, where are you you pulling your sports attention to? Um, now it goes on to regular season basketball. All right, NBA yeah, yeah. guy. I mean, this weekend's All Star Weekend. Yep. My boy is actually playing in the celebrity game, Francis. Yes, sir. So I'm definitely tune into that. Let's see if <laughs> Does he, he have a shot. Wait, Tiafo's playing in the yes, celebrity yes, game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's the, awesome. The inside bet that we have going on is over under six points. Ooh, who set that line? Uh, uh, me and his uh, hitting partner, actually. <laughs> oh, man, that's think, so disrespectful think, to him. <laughs> I think he's going under, though. <laughs> oh, that's, so even that's even more disrespectful. Three yeah. laughs. <laughs> Four uh, laughs. That is awesome. Now, is your NBA team, who is it? Wizards. The Wizards? Yeah. Okay, all right. All so Washington. You're, got it, got it. You're all Washington, Washington teams. Favorite. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, Boy, unfortunately. You're, you've had a rough ride yeah, as of late, man. Good Jesus. Lord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do want to ask you, though, tomorrow night, Michael Moe wins if he does what? If I come out with energy, come out with belief, 
and uh, really make it a battle. You know, make it as physical as possible. Make it dirty. Get it dirty. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I did last night. Mm -hmm. A couple of fists, uh, fists uh, to the head, you know, <laughs> and uh, just show them that I'm ready. Well, I tell you what, my first time meeting you, I'm a Michael Moe fan. I am all in on Michael Moe. Come see him tomorrow night, yellowtennisball.com, yellowtennisball.com. He's going to take on Dennis Shapovalov right here at the Delray Beach Open. Again, yellowtennisball.com. Come see Michael Moe do his thing here in Delray. Brother, I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Thank you for popping Thank by. Michael Moe with us here on Ken Levick Alive. More to come after this on ESPN 106.3.